Let's go. Welcome to episode four. Four. We got here, man. Um, it's been a year. Actually, this time last year is when the last time I did an episode. If I'm speaking well, from what I know, which left off on episode three. Yeah, because I went to Mexico in March last year. So yeah, last time was off of episode three. The last time we was here. Uh, shout out to everybody, man, that uh, tuned in with me. Uh, follow the movement and everything. Uh, you know, I'm rocking the W today. Uh, I'm filter jacket, you know, fly the W. That's, you know, where I'm from. Everybody know what that flag represents. Um, shout out to Shy, my camera person, you know. Uh, still here, kicking, you know, and learned a few new tricks since she done been gone. And, you know, we gonna, we gonna see what this episode for, you know, entails with us. But, um, today, I wanna give y'all an in-depth analysis of, like, you know, who I really am. Um, what, what really started. Um, I'm also give y'all some insight into why I haven't done an episode in a year. Um, really, so y'all can really see the real depth of me as a person making me look humane. Um, it definitely was with good reason. Um, I definitely will give everybody a recap on that. But um, I'm going to hand it over to Shot. And um, we're going to get this show started. You know, let's see where it goes. Episode four, let's go. Oh, before we get started, do you want to say anything? You know, or uh, the only thing I want to say is thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you everybody for the support. Mm -hmm. Thank you for you know keeping us going, keeping us going. For going. sure. Um, for sure. Just get ready to get into the episode. Let's go. I didn't grow my hair out now. So Last time y'all seen me, you know? So, yeah, let's go. Alright, so the first question is who is JK? JK, uh, kid from Chicago, born July 16, 92. Uh, I was born in Michael Reese Hospital. Uh, if you're from Chicago, there's a lot of babies that was born there at Michael Reese that don't exist no more. Um, I was born, uh, my pop was in the army, about the first five to five to ten years that I was in the first five to ten years that I was in Chicago. He was in that army around that time, so I kind of moved a couple bases. My OG kind of took care of us, started off in Dearborn, right off of like 31st, on the south side, you know. Then I moved to um, 81st and Polina, went to Scott Joplin Elementary. Um, soon after that, um, graduated, went to high school at High Park my first year, transferred to Dunbar my second year, and I finished off there. So, um, you know, that's pretty much what my high school, you know, life was. But High Park was lit my first year. Um, but yeah, I kind of moved around the city. And then um, after I moved from 81st, I want to say probably around like my my fifth or sixth grade years when I moved from over there. I had people that stayed right across the street from me, my cousin on my father's side. Um, I had a cousin stay on the next block from Polina. Uh, I can't think of it not. I could be wrong. Hermitage or something like that. Marshfield. Um, 
Yeah, so I moved from there, I moved to 66 in City, right off Damon. And that's pretty much where I like grew the rest of my life at. And then from there, um, I shot here to college in Miami, Johnson West University. So, you know, just to give you a little recap of who I am, where I started from. That's a little bit of my roots. Anybody from Chicago watching this gonna know what it was at. Yeah. Did you learn anything moving down here from Miami? Um, from Chicago? I learned a lot, man. Um, I came down the first time, 2010 to 2012. Um, that's when I pretty much did like the first two years. Um, I got a little bit out of like my partying. Um, I met new people. Um, I was getting my feet wet on being like truly independent, you know what I mean? Like away from family friends, uh, not not being accessible as I was, um, and then I came back in 2014, uh, I had a rough a couple years in Chicago, um, I just had an epiphany around 2014, like, I was uh, struggling a lot in Chicago, I was working and everything, um, I was working at uh, the airport, and then I switched to Italy downtown. Um, but, I, you know, I saw my life going in the direction that I didn't like it. Um, I wanted to give myself another opportunity to kind of make something happen. I knew I could. And, um, you know, that, I just, you know, at the time, it was my mother and my son. It was just me and her. And um, I was like, yo, let's just go to Miami. You know, she was kind of, you know, a little weary about it. She like, how are we going to do this? I'm like, man, you know, um, just give me 30 days. We're going to make something happen since then it's been magic you know um, I did what I said I was going to do and I uh, put myself on but not only that I put, I put her on too you know we was able to do some things and uh, I learned how to become a man I learned a lot about myself learned a lot about life um, I learned how to uh, really take criticism be able to give it out but also critique myself how to be better, dedicate myself, how to be disciplined. Um, I learned a lot here for sure, man. It made me who I am to this day. So, what was the inspiration behind starting Unfiltered? Like I told y'all, today's episode, y'all gonna get a dive into the real me. I tell real life stories because, um, I don't have make-believes. I go through real life. Um, what really started it was um, 2017 when my son came, when JCI came. And um, me and his mother was going through some, some uh, a rough patch where we separated. And um, that taught me a lot about myself and, you know, what we went through. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure it did the same thing for her. Um, it didn't ideally go the way I intended it to. And um, after that, you know, I was supposed to go overseas the very next year. Actually, that year, I was supposed to go to Spain for hooping. And um, I had to choose between my career and my son. And I chose my son over everything. Um, I could have probably went, made something, but I wanted to be a tangible father. You know, I was like, nah, you know. I just do it next year, you know. You know, depending on I didn't want to leave his mother by herself like that, um, because I knew 
uh, the toll it would take on her. So I was like, uh, you know, I'm going to try to get it right while I'm in Chicago. And, um, you know, we, you know, I come back to it while I'm there. I'm going to go to the gym. But, you know, when I got there, things didn't go as planned. Uh, shit happened. Uh, you know, we didn't get along as much. We had our separation. And then uh, shortly after that, I had to go back to the drawing board. You know, I had to reconfigure everything I kind of had lost up at that point, uh, mentally and physically. Um, and ever since then, I've still been recovering from it. But I wanted to give an opportunity to share my, you know, my my personal experiences. Uh, get these, you know, I, I speak to the to the so-called black men for sure. Black men out here, man, for sure. I try to speak to them, get them the game that wasn't always given to me. You know, I kind of had to figure out the game. Nobody really just sat me down and said, here's the game. Here's the game plan, the root change. Nobody really did that. So I just kind of had to figure it out along the way. And, um, you know, that kind of inspired me. Like, how can I reach out and touch other people, you know, where they really can understand me and the gift that I possess, which is the gift of yet. And um, I kind of stumbled upon this. Like, let me, you know, be able to express my thoughts and do it my way with no restrictions. So, what is the story that you want to tell, or what impact do you want to make to the community that you're going to be speaking to? Um, I speak to the black man. I speak to everybody, but um, I really point it towards the black, the, the young black man, shit, the older black man too. Um, really give them game and knowledge so we don't keep making the same mistakes, you know, really educate yourself on what's really going on out here, um, how you deal with adversity, the relationships, the woman you date, the friends you're around, uh, uh, how you carry yourself, when and whether to do certain things, um, stop making excuses, um, dedicate yourself, be disciplined, let go of bad habits, you know what I mean, like, really, really instill these factors because in this era, right, I know a lot of black men, most of the men in my era versus to back then, you know, in this era now, you know, I see a lot of black men love their kids, really want to be there because of the traumas and things that they went through, but we also have to be able to be knowledgeable of how do we give game other than just putting clothes on their back, shoes on their feet, roof over their head, we got to instill other factors that's lacking out here. That's why this generation right now lack respect and what's really going on. They're like, who gives a fuck? Like, I'm going to do whatever I need to do. I'm going to do whatever I want. And it's like, it's cool. You can do what you want, but you also have to understand, you know, the effects of your actions. Accountability, responsibility, you know what I mean? Stop blaming everybody for what's going on with you. You made bad choices. That's why you end up the way you did. And of course, life has their own ways of teaching you. But the way we can really minimize it is being knowledgeable, being educated. And how we can do that is teaching one another. You know what I mean? But every every dude, every man ain't going to want to be taught certain things. You got to let them be. And that's fine. Like, I learned that early. But as long as you being able to respond to the people in, in whatever the hell that they want to do. Or wherever they at in life, man. Like, if they got that spark to want to be better... Then they gonna hear you. I was always taught knowledge knowledge speaks, wisdom listens, you know what I mean? So
I aim it towards that is nothing against women, but I speak for my genre because we the head, we the lead, we go first. But you understand, we must understand why we are first before we can let another person know why they second. That's what every human inevitably craved. They craved to be happy. Every human in every aspect of uh, financially, spiritually, uh, physically, mentally, we all strive to be happy. You know what I mean? But I think we get lost on what's the factors that make us happy. Example, we'll say, oh, as long as I get my car, my crib, and this, I'm straight, but that's not the truth. You know what I mean? Those are all physical factors that in, that contribute to you being happy. But that's not the true definition of it. You know what I mean? So you got to figure out what what does being happy really mean? Like, what does it really mean to say, like, I'm, I'm truly at peace and happy with my life, myself, and where I'm headed? You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, they try to pretend they're happy. They say, oh, I'm happy with what? Man, the motherfuckers ain't happy at all. The motherfuckers be lying. They be flogging. They be capping. But you got to figure out when a person really happy, they really unbothered about a lot of things. And even when they see negative go their way, they don't respond negatively. It's, it's a positive response. Like it's not like a like a, a, a vicious one, you know, or vindictive. That's the word I'm looking for. Like you know what I mean. So um, yeah, man. I gain inspiration from really um, what's happened every day in life. Things that I've been through, interesting topics that I talk to about, which is within myself. Sometimes me and you have it. Sometimes I talk with my homies about it. Sometimes I talk with friends, family about it. It's things you talk about every day. You know what I mean? It's just not put on the camera. Or it's not said to the world, to the masses. It's not put on a platform. You know what I'm saying? So, um... My inspiration came from that, and then also it came from, you know, all the things that I struggled with, or I grew up around, or I saw that didn't really make sense to me, and I'm like, just trying to make sense of it all, you know, um, especially I'm coming from a huge city, I'm coming from, people do things a certain way here, then you go to this side, they do a certain way there, then I go to this city, they do it differently here, so I'm trying to figure out it all, what it means, what's my purpose, you know what I mean? What's what's everybody's purpose? You know, um, how do we live life on this planet? You know what I mean? And they keep moving forward. Um, but I kind of use that as like the gas that revs my engine. You know what I mean? Um, you know, what's fueling your tank? What 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 keeps your car driving? And all of those things keep it driving, man. Poverty, shit, um, violence. Uh, success, all of those things are motivating factors of driving. If you, you know, if those things don't motivate you, I don't know what will. But, you know, those things for me, definitely, like, you just pick apart, you just brainstorm from them. You know, so, it ain't bad. Um, so, what do you think about the 
really hard to really come up with to talk about, but it's just um, about what do I want to touch base that's most important, what are things that I can break down from each aspect, you know, and I can pick it, okay, happiness, relationships, uh, business, money, finances, loved ones, uh, anything, you know what I mean, things you talk about on a daily basis, you can just pick from it, brainstorm, educate yourself on it, and then break it down from there. Becomes interesting. So how do you plan on growing the show further from here? Um, my goal, um, bring more guests, um, get other feedback from other people, uh, look at the comments, Read the feedback from people that watches it. Uh, more equipment, uh, better space, uh, bigger space, uh, more creativity, and just staying consistent, man. Like honestly, just staying consistent. Um, the bigger, the better. We gonna keep getting bigger. We gonna keep getting better. That's my goal. Um, this time, I'm not letting up. I'm staying consistent on it. Um, keep pushing through, and we'll see where it goes from now. You know, I ain't. I'm not gonna. I got set goals on what I want to hit, but I got a cap on it, but there's no limit. You know, I got certain expectations. I wouldn't even say expectations. I have certain, you know, goals I want to hit, but there's there's no there's no limit to it on where I can grow it. So we'll see where it goes from now as it keeps building and building. So why, why did you take such a long hiatus? Good question. Um, if I'm being real, um, if we being real, actually in the middle of us last year recording the episode, the entire equipment just went out on us. Like, in the, <laughs> in, during while we like in the middle of filming, like, you know, like we was, we was grooving, like, you know, we grooving, I'm like, oh, we the groove, we feeling it, whoa, we bum, 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 and then boom, the equipment just completely went out for whatever reason. And um, shortly after that, I kind of worked on that. Um, of course, like I still live real life, so I worked. Um, um, I went, I went to study a lot more. I went and did a lot more reading, figuring myself out. Um, during that time period, you know, a lot of people don't know this, man. Like, you know, my son don't live in the same state, and me and his mother not on the greatest terms. And that's not because I don't want us to be. You know, um, people gotta go through their grieving ways and. You know, do what they gonna do about it, and um, I struggle with that. I struggle with, uh, I struggle with that part. I struggle with every chance I go try to see him. You know, it's always something like in the middle blocking me, and I can't really be his father the way I wanted to be. You know, um, that bothered me a lot. That kind of put me in a corner. Um, you know, I'm human, and uh, that hurt me the most. Anybody who really know me know I said the day I had kids, like, I really didn't want to go through this. And the fact that I am going through it kind of, you know, it still fucked me to this day. Um, I had to figure out, you know, everything that I lost in the years from 2017, I'm still working on regaining back. Um, you know, and... Uh, I just became a better person, a better me, uh, try to be a better father, 
uh, I went back to the drawing board. I figured out ways. I'm like, how do I, how do I get myself out this funk? You know, it was a lot of days I felt like just offing myself. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure I ain't the only person who felt suicidal. Um, there's a lot of days I felt like, like, why am I here? You know, um, I had different uh, opportunities for things, and as soon as I'm in the driver's seat, boom, it just failed me. It just kept failing me. Um, so I started reading a little more, read the Bible more, uh, studied, read books, refocused my mind, and I went on a hiatus, like, because I really couldn't focus. I couldn't focus on the show. And I didn't want to give bad content. Um, I didn't want to give it to where my mind was all over the place. But that's what I learned is um, staying consistent. And, you know, that's what made this thing so special because it's my baby. And I want to give y'all the real. But I'm giving y'all the real right now. I'm giving y'all straight, raw, authentic me. That's why this show is called Unfiltered. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's real. Um. I haven't <laughs> legit seen my son in months, face to face. That bothers me every day. But I had to go to the drawing board and figure out what can I do to make sure that that don't continue and not make excuses. And, um, you know, if it's mine hearing this, you know, hey, you know, welcome to watch it. You're welcome to come see me. You're welcome to come up. You know, she welcome to come on the show when she won't. Tell her story if she like. Uh, that's totally on her. Um, ain't no, ain't no bad blood for my end. Ain't no ill. Still love over here, despite everything that might have been said or did. Um, and I'm not really a messy dude, like, you know. But people who know, they know. But if you don't know, you get an idea right now. Um, but I, I just want men to understand, like, I feel your pain, bro. Like, I never had kids and never understood the whole what men go through dynamic. And then now I start to understand it completely, you know, blew my mind away. And um, I chose him over my career. But, you know, I've dedicated my days ever since then to get him the game and reinvent myself to where I can do better than I did before. And God got a plan for me. You know, so I'm, I'm here doing this. That's a blessing. So um, I got to follow through, steady, be patient. And I'm going to stay consistent this time. You know, keep pushing through, keep following through. Um, if you're going through it, man, just know you're going to have better days. But you got to believe that you're going to have better days. And, and dedicate and discipline yourself on having better days. I guarantee you, man, you're going to see the results. But it ain't gonna be easy. That's real. In the time frame that you haven't been creating content, what's the most important lesson or thing that you've learned in this time? And what was your life like before? dedicated and disciplined um, and consistent uh, despite whatever you got I don't care if you having the worst day of your life you must stay disciplined you must stay dedicated you must stay 
discipline through it all. You gotta know when to, you know, live your real life and really be a professional. And this is a part of it, you know, being consistent and being dedicated to this. You know, you have to really whatever whatever you plan on doing, whatever business you got, whatever uh, goal you have in mind, things you want to achieve, you must stay on that path but also you have to educate yourself as you continue don't think you know everything you know as humans i think we feel to realize we don't know everything but you must continue to you know educate yourself learn from yourself learn from others learn from what's going on around you learn what you see read 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 like and really do a self-analysis and i don't mean talking about real accountability and responsibility for yourself, like being able to look in the mirror, meditate, ask yourself questions, and be able to answer them. You know, if you ask yourself, why am I going through this? You better be able to come up with an answer, otherwise you're going to drive yourself crazy. But you have to figure out what led you to that point, what's going to lead you to get out of it, and what's the solution moving forward. Identify the problem, um, Acknowledge it, figure out a game plan to move forward, and that's where the solution comes in. And then you move forward once you figure out the solution. You know, um, but what I've learned after that is the consistency part, the discipline part, the whole, you know, being able to, to, in spite of, you know, big sports fan, and they always talk about being great is being in spite of. All right, you got left shoulder injury. Did you win in spite of? All right, cool. Uh, you didn't have your, your second star player. Did you win in spite of? And that's important. In spite of everything that's going on, can you still manage and be great in what you're trying to do? And that's also being consistent. You know what I mean? Being, don't lack off. If you start off with high energy, you can't go low no more. You have to keep it high. Because if you, you drop it, it's noticed. You know what I mean? So you have to keep it at the consistent level of where you had it. Once you drop it, you lose it. You know, but um, that's one of the biggest things I've learned. And um, you know, it's to not keep making the same mistakes and capitalize on that. So that's how I'm gonna move forward from now. To being able to, you know, continuously climb to the mountaintop as far as I can go. Give one reason or reasons why you believe people give up in their consistency towards a goal. Because it's hard. It's easy to make an excuse and give up. It's easy to say this is the reason why. You know what I mean? Like, it's easy to say, like, you stop saying, like, oh, man, like, my mom was in the hospital, so, you know, I just stopped. And that's cool. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, we understand. But if you... But if you're in a position to where you can't pay those bills for her, why are you stopping? You keep going until you're in a position to where you're sacrificing for better. Not just for yourself, but for your family and others. You know what I mean? You have to keep going in spite of what I just said. Like, in spite of. If you have issues, you're like, I'm going to keep going. It's not going to stop me. Because everybody got problems. Everybody got issues. That small 1% is 
is that percentage that's going to say, I'm going to keep going in spite of. I'm going to keep doing it in spite of. I'm going to keep going in spite of. I'm going to keep doing this because of this is happening. I'm going to keep doing this because I'm in this position. I'm going to keep going because I'm, I'm living like this. I'm going to keep going because, God damn it, I don't want to give up for my peoples, or my family, or my friends, or the people that believe in me. You fellow those who believe in you. If you give up like that, you fellow those who believe in you. But it's because in that moment, the physical pain is just, it's just too much. But that's a mental thing. You know what that says? Your mental not as strong because your body flows with the mind. So if you break down and say, damn, like I just gave up, you know what that says? Your mind is not strong enough. You, you weak individual. But that's responsibility and accountability. You gotta be able to not be afraid to be accountable and say, I, I'm weak. I'm weak, like I'm a, I'm a weak, individual you know what I mean like you, you can't be a weak-minded person and say oh I'm strong no 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 that's part of being strong that's part of being solid that's part of being the iron man or the iron woman that's part of that it's mental it's not just physical why do you think people back uh, people love Batman so much is he mental more than just physical you know what I mean you know every martial arts but what's more deadly is the mind because the body follows it's the mind if you don't train your mind then you're going to be weak. And then what, what don't you train your mind on? The discipline. Then you lacking that. Dedication. Then you lacking that. Consistency. You lacking that. Because your mental ain't right. You haven't dedicated your time to be like, I'm going to be that great individual in what I'm doing. But don't blame nobody else for your actions. You better blame yourself first. Because you ain't got nobody to fucking blame but yourself. So March of 2015. Oh man, if I give myself advice, then yo, if I'm like me talking to me, like I'm talking to me, yeah, for real, yo, I sit my man's down like, hey bro, <laughs> I know you five years from now, bro. Let me holler at you, bro. Let me tell you something, my nigga. You got the right drive. You got the right attitude. You got the right mindset. Not let anything steer you from it. If it's jeopardizing what you love, let it go. Because what love you will follow. If it loves you, it will follow. If that person or whoever wants to stick around, it will follow. But not lose sight of what you in it for. What you started for, why you came down here, the reason you got here, uh... God willing, what he was able to allow you to do, uh, being healthy, all of those things, do not lose sight of it. Everything that you had in mind, you know, of not caring about a lot of things, yeah, you got that right attitude not to care about a lot of things. Cool, that's all fine and dandy, you young. But there's a lot of things you do need to care about. There's a lot of things you do need to take into consideration. And there's a lot of things moving forward. If you run into it, 
and you have to force it, it's not meant for you. Do not force the issue. You know what I'm saying? And I would have said, you, you who? You, you who? But nigga, so you understand this. If you got to force the pass to get it through, and it's a turnover, do not force the pass. Hold that boy until the pass is open. Or give it to the next person. And shit, go off a pick and get the ball back and see if you get a better pass. But don't try to force the issue. Because the minute you try to force the issue, it's a turnover. <laughs> shit. <laughs>
yo, it's good. Like, shorty looking super good. Cuban, damn. <laughs> what? This idea is in Miami? Shit, I'm going back and forth. I'm going back and forth. Miami, Chicago, Miami, Chicago. So I'm going to Chicago. I get the winner. You feel me? I get to see, like, some of my niggas I fuck with. I get to eat my Italian bees. My motherfucking heroes and shit like that. Then I come to Miami and it's 80 degrees. I'm flying like this on a regular. Boy, I was living the life. Like, I'm like, yo, this, it can't get no better than this. It can't get no better than this. Like, what? Are you kidding me? And I was determined to flex. I was determined. At that young age, I wanted to show motherfuckers, yup, I'm in Miami. What's good? Shirt off at the beach. What's good? I'm here. What? I'm at the beach. Yup. Oh, is it Shorty right here? Let me get a picture. <laughs> Let me get a picture, Shorty. And I'll fuck with them in real life, but I'm like, yo, I need a picture with you. Like, I'm gonna post this motherfucking link. Yo, who that is? Chill. <laughs> Chill. Just know. Just know I know it. That's my homie. We good. We chilling. You know? But shit. So there you go. said a lot of things that resonated to this day that was true 10 years ago like they was true 10 12 years ago but they really ain't even sh shaping forward until now you know you know she's a hustler like a super duper hustler so I respected um, that aspect about her go get it like she ain't never asked nobody for help this was like fuck it I'm gonna do what I gotta do for me and my sisters I respected that a lot Since, man, he was always fresh. Felt like he was cool as hell. That motherfucker whip like he in the Fast and the Furious. Like, I was like, man, let me get dry cars like he in the Fast and the Furious. Like, you know what I mean? And I love cars, so um, that influenced me. He was always fresh. Nigga, like, I always had the jerseys, the hat, the ones, the George. I'm like, this nigga is super duper fresh for no reason. Like, you know. Um, so that influenced me to be like, damn, I got D-Fresh, like, you hear me, so, and he ain't take no shit from nobody, you know, you whoop your ass in a minute, and I respected that, so that had influence, um, the third person, I want to say, 
AI and Kobe. Like, um, I don't want to say like idols because idols is like a dollar tree. That's a different topic. But AI and Kobe because you couldn't tell them no for anything. Like, AI was 5'9", killing niggas in the league. MVP. Lead his team to the finals. Got one game on the Lakers that was going to be sick. That was, what, 16 and old that year. Like, you know what I'm saying? He made it believable in what they could do. You know, they influenced me to, like, really play the game of basketball from skill to will to want to win, competitiveness. Like, I hated losing. I hated losing. If you know me, I hate losing. Punch the wall, kick, all type of shit. So, that influenced me a lot to, like, you know, really, really want to be one of the greats and feel like I can do it with those boys. Um, my pops taught me what I not wanted to be. And I ain't trying to say that to, like, throw a shot or sneak this or to say like he ain't tell me certain things that regulated that I asked but there were things that I didn't approve of but I was like okay if I have kids or if I do this or I'm married I'm not doing that like you know shit like that my mother had the same thing too like things I was like no nah, I'm not doing that or I'm not having a woman I marry do sh things like that or shit like that like no nah, I'm not going through that like have you can take that JC on for sure, but he's like 1B, 1A was coming to Miami, 1A for sure was moving to Miami, 1B was having him, absolutely, no questions asked. Why is Miami 1A and him 1B? Because that changed my, Miami changed my life, he wouldn't have probably happened without me coming to Miami, that's a fact, I wouldn't have probably met his mother if I didn't come to Miami. So Miami for show is 1A because that convinced me and actually made me believe that I can achieve things that I didn't achieve before. And then 1B was him for sure. You know, they kind of like neck and neck because he changed my whole dynamic of what I thought. So or what I wanted to be. So kind of balled it up, threw it away. Kinda came up with a whole new game plan to execute. Sure. If you could tell JC on something twenty years from now, what would you tell him as a, as advice to him as a man? No, what you know now. First, I tell him I love you. Second thing, I would tell them, don't let anyone or anything influence your decisions of what you already know or what you already suspect. Follow your heart. Follow your mind. Um, if it tells you one thing and you feel it, it's true. Don't try to go around it. Don't try to second guess it. 
don't try to, you know, mask it, don't try to, alright, I'm going to try to do this to try to see if it, nope, if you're forcing the issue, it will not work, life is supposed to flow like water, if it doesn't flow, then it's not good for you, I actually came up with this analogy in the time I've been gone, is fruit and candy. Candy is what you see. It tastes good. It's real fruitful. You, you go crazy on it. You're like, ah, oh, candy. But it's high calories and sugar give you cavities, kill your teeth, your gums, and everything else. Versus the fruit. Fruit is more so nourishes your body better, grows you, develops you. Understand all of those bad toxins and things that you put into your body. Fruit does the exact opposite. You know, um, so you want to be fruitful, not sugary. Not a sugar rush and then you die. You want everything fast and then as soon as you, the sugar rush comes off, you die. Crash. Versus the fruit takes a different effect of how it actually iterates in your body. Gives you more energy, more uh, spirit more high depth of IQ level of what you're thinking uh, gives you a different level of how your body nourishes and operates. Be fruitful, not candy. Candy is good for what you see, your eye, not smell. But fruit is better for your body. Fruit better for your soul, your spirit. So be fruitful. Don't fall for candy. It look good, it tastes good, but it's not good for you. So, I think we're going to wrap up episode four. I hope y'all enjoyed this one and got to know me a little better. This wasn't really like a factual thing. It was more just, you know, being relatable to me. So, let me ask you, Shai. This is actually cupping off the top of the dome. So, what have you learned in the year of hiatus? What have you Or want to achieve since we've been gone? Um, the number one thing that I've learned, honestly, has been patience. That is something I'm actually still learning. Uh, patience is one of it's. They always say patience is a virtue, but it's one of the hardest lessons that you can learn as a person because being patient requires the consistency. It requires Everybody wants something fast. Everybody wants fast money. But in order for you to be successful and really truly create any type of generational wealth, you have to be patient. You have to go through the ups and downs and, and the ebbs and flows of life. So that's uh, that's really the thing that I'm learning, actually, is patience. Because I am not a patient person. But I've also learned that with patience, comes lessons that once you get to the, the point or the goal that you want to achieve, that patience teaches you the lessons in order to maintain it. So, um, and the second part 
what did you achieve in this year? What did you achieve? What did you come across? Um, I achieved, I achieved a career goal. I had set a, a goal for myself in my job that I, I was employed at a place, at a restaurant, and I told myself once I was employed there, I was like, I'm going to get a promotion within a year. And I actually achieved that. That was That's something that I did. You did, by the way, which is, which is dope. Um, the only thing is, is that that also kind of came back to my lesson of patience. Because even though I did achieve that goal, and I was happy that I did achieve the goal, I didn't really realize what I was setting myself up for. Mm -hmm. I thought that I just wanted to, you know, make more money. It would, it would set up all of these other things, but in reality, I didn't get what I actually really wanted, but, which was to really learn and, and grow myself. I just kind of got a promotion that was a title. And yeah, you know, it comes with more money, but money isn't everything. And I really wanted to grow, and I didn't really get the chance to really grow. So... That kind of came back to my my patience thing. What I really want to achieve is I just want the feeling of freedom. You know what I'm saying? I want what I want what everybody wants. I want that wake up every day and not feel like I'm working because work is just what I love to do. Mm -hmm. And be able to be comfortable. I don't I don't want I don't want to be like super rich, but I want to create generational wealth for myself and my family to be able to, to pass that down to you know my nieces and nephews and and set an example while also being happy and, and prove to people that you don't have to work for somebody or if that's not what you want to do. You wake up, you live your life and, and be happy in what you live your life so you're not miserable. That's really what I want to achieve. Just like that. That's what's up, man. So that's going to do it for episode four. Episode five. Going to release next month, for sure. Um, I'm not going to release the topic until that time being. Um, in the meantime, in between time, um... Do you got any closing remarks? Last question? Anything like that? She don't want to ask this question, y'all, but the last question is, what's one thing that I, that I believe in that no one completely agrees on? Women are worse than men, and I'm dropping the mic from there. If you don't agree, I don't care. It's the truth. Um, y'all can hate me. Write your comments. I don't care. It's the truth. Whatever. It's the truth. But I appreciate y'all walking with episode four. But like I said, man, man, we the truth, man. Women, y'all are something the fuck else, man. Something the fuck else. I'm walking off set. Take off my damn jacket.